This is the View from the Couch podcast, and I'm your host, Pierce Wiesenar. And on the program today, I will be previewing the 2016 reboot slash remake of Ghostbusters. Now, before I take a look at the film, there is something that needs to be discussed, and that is the tidal wave of bad press and bad buzz the film has run into during the lead-up to its release. From having the most disliked trailer ever on YouTube to the Sony hacks revealing some of what happened behind the scenes, and even 4chan leaking some of the troubles on set, this film isn't your run-of-the-mill summer blockbuster. Seeing Ghostbusters has turned into a political act in some corners of the internet. The build-up to its release reminded me of the Fantastic Four disaster from last summer, where all of the problems during production culminated in director Josh Trank denouncing his own film on Twitter the day before its release. As soon as the new Ghostbusters were announced, many fans were upset. When the first trailer was released, fan outrage reached new heights. The overwhelming majority of dissenters, male and female alike, were upset that another classic film was getting a senseless modern retelling. As much as the studio would like to make people believe that all their bad buzz is just about sexism and misogyny, it doesn't paint an accurate picture. Dan Aykroyd, co-writer and co-star of the first two films, gave the latest Ghostbusters installment glowing praise on Facebook after seeing an early screening a few weeks ago, saying that the film has great performances and is funnier and scarier than the first two films. And on surface, it sounds like it was the perfect antidote to the negative reaction of fans of the original. Aykroyd's comments were eerily reminiscent of James Cameron's praise of Terminator Genesis days before its release. And we all know how Terminator Genesis turned out. The Sony hacks brought to light some of the shady dealings in Hollywood. The hacks revealed that bribes and legal action may have been taken to bring back the original cast, which raises questions about Dan Aykroyd's Facebook post. Was he strong-armed into saying the new film is great? And how genuine were his remarks? In my opinion, it's hard to believe that the original Ghostbuster would be A-OK with someone else making a Ghostbusters film, considering that he spent much of the last 20 years writing and rewriting drafts of Ghostbusters 3 and being the film's biggest champion. While there are people that will not like the movie because women are the stars of the film, the majority did not like the trailers and other promotional material simply because it wasn't funny and had legitimate criticisms of the footage. The trailer is supposed to get your butt in the seat and is the best way to show what a movie has to offer. The first trailer for this film fails at everything. The trailer starts with a nod to the first Ghostbusters film showing the iconic firehouse, but then radically shifts gears to the present day and that is where the wheels fall off. The jokes fall flat from Christian Wig getting slime everywhere, if you know what she means, to Kate McKinnon donning a silly wig and hat. There was nothing in that first trailer that made me think this film could make me laugh. And while the trailer does a decent job of showing who the characters are, the Leslie Jones character is everything minority actors have been fighting against in the past few years. At first glance, she appears to be the worst black stereotype in recent memory. From knowing the streets and yelling most of her lines, it was that part of the trailer that made me cringe like no trailer has ever before. Also, the bright colors of the ghost is very distracting. The color choice demands your attention and pulls your gaze away from everything else on screen. Instead of looking at everything on the big screen, I'm focused on the tiny streams coming out of the proton packs and the light bright colors of the ghosts. And I didn't even mention the black and white character posters that failed to inspire anyone that saw them. But the worst bit of sacrilege is the new Ghostbusters theme song. The theme song is symbolic of the whole fiasco that is this new Ghostbusters film. 
It's a modern take on an untouchable classic that no one wanted, needed, or asked for. And it was sprung upon the masses by studio executives that are clueless as to what audiences are looking for at the cinema. So it comes to no surprise that the first Ghostbusters trailer is the most disliked in YouTube history. The following promotional footage and trailers have been slightly better, but you can only recut something so many ways. By looking at the promotional material, the film doesn't build a lot of trust with fans of the original. It also doesn't help that the studio and various news outlets have painted the film's detractors with a very broad brush, calling them misogynist or sexist. Director Paul Feig called geek culture home to some of the biggest assholes he has ever met, and while he later clarified his comments, the damage was already done. Star Melissa McCarthy called out critics of the trailer as well, calling them man babies who live in their parents' basement. These comments only poured gasoline on a burning house. Everyone that wanted a new Ghostbusters film wanted to see the original cast suit up one more time. Instead, fans are reportedly treated to small cameos from the actors, but not their iconic characters, which doesn't make sense on paper, but maybe when I see the final product, that can get cleared up. For me, the dream for a Ghostbusters 3 ended with the passing of Harold Ramis in 2014, which happens to be right around the same time when Sony went full steam ahead with this new team of Ghostbusters. No one wanted to see a brand new team in a remake. If audiences were craving a remake, they could go see Ghostbusters on whatever streaming service has the rights to the first two films. In the last few years, we've seen numerous franchises get a soft reboot. Films like Creed, The Force Awakens, Jurassic World, and the previously mentioned Terminator Genesis are examples of a soft reboot. However, what we haven't seen in quite some time is a remake, which is what the new Ghostbusters film appears to be. The idea for Ghostbusters 3 was to bring back the original cast as mentors to a new team. The film would be a passing of the torch to a new generation of actors as well as fans. However, director Paul Feig and Sony Pictures head honcho at the time, Amy Pascal, had different plans. And that is where I will end the episode. There is much more to discuss about the troubled history and production of this Ghostbusters film, but I'll save that for a later episode. I haven't seen the movie yet but I will report back with a review of the new Ghostbusters film. This has been another episode of the View from the Couch podcast. Thanks for listening.